This one may seem a little out of left field, but I've been thinking a lot about how we as people, right? Not even just artists, but we as people make connections in our head to recall the information that we are obtaining and we call this learning. This episode is gonna deep dive into that idea. So the big question is this, how are artists, jewelers, and art-based business owners like us who make our own products and run our businesses, how do we find the time and the money to push our creative limits and still grow and scale our companies? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler, and welcome to The Jeweler's Philosophy. What's up, everybody? I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler. Welcome to the Jewelers Philosophy Podcast. Today, it may seem a little weird as far as topic is concerned because I've been in my own head analyzing the learning process. And I wanted to share with you my thoughts on this because I feel that it's making a lot of sense and I, I, I hope it's going to help all of us, right, as, as a group kind of understand a little bit why we do certain things and and why certain things stick and certain things don't. And maybe it will help you be able to gather and file information a little bit better up in your head. So this whole thing started a couple of days ago. I was talking with my wife, Kate, and she was explaining to me about our daughter, right? So so we have a four-year-old daughter and she is in preschool, but because of COVID, my wife is actually doing all the preschool stuff stuff for her, right? So she got this whole preschool program, which is really awesome. And she got this whole preschool program. My wife is like doing all of the, she's doing everything. It's super cute, but she's, it's for both my daughter and my wife. It's really cute to watch, but it, it's awesome, right? Because she's, she's doing all of the teacher stuff. She's printing out all the stuff. She's coloring it all. She's laminating it. She's like, it's, craft craft central in my house it's amazing and so she's doing all this but it's funny because my daughter is having a hard time she's super super smart right but she's she's having this hard time or at least she was identifying like letters and numbers she's got she knows them and she can see them but it's the actual identification right so she can count to 20 with her finger and she can put her finger on thing one two three four five but the problem is is that you show her a two and she doesn't know what it is right she can count to two she can show you two fingers she can show you two cans of soda or whatever right she can show you two things she can count two things but the actual physical character the number two right she's having a really hard time figuring out that stuff now she's doing a lot better with um her her letters because they're working on letters and she could spell her name and everything else like that. But for some reason it started with, we really started noticing it, the numbers. And so my wife has been working more on the learning the number character, right? How to write it, how to recognize it, how to identify what it is. And she's been working with her a lot on that because up until this point, we've been working a lot with her on the letters, right? There's more of them and she could count. We didn't really think about seeing one, two, three. So 
my wife one night after I got home from work and everything like that she's talking to me and she said you know it was really great one night she was talking about how Ella was learning about the power of elimination so there's three things because a lot of the things that she's got you know she's got like one two blank space four five blank space and she'll have you know one through six or whatever and she'll be able to kind of match them up and say, okay, well, it's not these two because they're right here. It must, it's gotta be one of these. And then she'll be able to, to put it in, right? And she's eliminating the possibilities. Kind of like how you learn how to do multiple choice when you're in high school. It's like, it's not these three, so it's the best out of these two. And, and that's, that's really interesting to see. And my wife was telling me that she can watch my daughter, right? She's making these connections in her head. And that got me thinking and I thought to myself, you know, that's really an interesting idea because I love it when, when I'm teaching somebody something, mainly it's jewelry or business or whatever, and, and I'll, I'll present it three different ways, right? And the third way or the fourth way, like you see it go off in their head and they're like, whoa, right? And they hit this thing and it's like, it just makes sense. And that's great. And, and you never know when that, that moment is really gonna hit or when that, that clarity is gonna come into focus. But it's so interesting to think about and to see that, which led me down this next path, right? So I am massively dyslexic. I had test modifications all through high school and college. I took all my own teaching exams because I had to for New York State to become a certified teacher, which I did and I did really well. And now I've got, I use other tools, right? I've got, I only use Mac and, and Apple products because they have great readers and dictators and stuff like that inside of the actual hard products themselves. And for me, that solves a huge problem for me. It makes something that would normally be very unobtainable, very much obtainable, right? It still takes me a long time to do it, but I can do it and, I, and I'm getting better at learning other hacks and tricks and tips to do it, right? And that's, that's the thing that I'm realizing is that the way that you think about things, the way that we think about things, artists, people, it doesn't matter, I mean, this episode is all about just people, right? Not even artists or jewelers, just people in general. I feel like artists are better at this because nine times out of 10, we have more hurdles that we have to overcome, right? We're, we're trying to do things that people don't typically try, right? We're experimenting with medium and, and with different ideas and thought processes and all kinds of stuff that most people think are crazy, right? I mean, we're, we're, the, nut, we're the crazy ones. We're the ones that are, well, that's never going to work and everything else like that. And we're trying this. So I feel like we use this idea more. And if you could understand this or like, I'm trying to get out what's in my head so you can use these ideas to help you bring to fruition your ideas in your process with your input, right? So take this for what it is, is a high level examination from, from my crazy ass dome, right? It's a high level examination of my thought process on thought process, okay? You have got this thing, right? And in, in, in everybody's head, you get a piece of input. Somebody tells you something and it's your job to file it away in your head, in your brain, to make it so you can go back and reclaim it to use it. That's literally what learning is, right? It's a filing system. Think of learning as a filing system because input is one thing, output is another. But the thing that allows you to utilize the input and then make output with that said input is the way that you file it away, okay? And if you've got a bad memory, it means that your filing system sucks, 
right? If you have a good filing system, your memory theoretically would be better. Now, I've been trying to analyze what my filing system is in my memory, right? Because I can hear something and I like, bam, I bring it right back to where I was. I, I dedicate a lot of that, the majority of that to being very dyslexic for my entire life. And I have had to really learn a whole bunch of different a whole bunch of different things, ways to analyze things and manipulate ideas and workarounds and all kinds of stuff. Like it is not, it's not normal process. And so I have, I attribute my filing system out of necessity because I am not able to file things the same way, specifically words and everything. So like pictures, colors, smells, all these other things, they like bring me right back, right? And a lot of it is audible. I hear something and I can flip right back to 20 years ago and remember the things that happened in the right sequence and and be fairly accurate, right? 90% accurate. And the thing that's crazy is that it's something, it's like the wiring inside of my head, but I wanna figure out how I can utilize that, get it out, and actually make it be much more beneficial for not only me, but hopefully for, for everybody watching and listening too, right? I mean, that's the idea is, is to be able to, to gather and source better information and, and utilize it. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it and I, and I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, it's really interesting because when I think about, you know, learning a new thing, I do that same thing as what my daughter does, right? It's like I do the elimination. I'm like, okay, well, it's not this. It's like when you try a brand new food. If you've ever gone to a different country and you try something and it's it's completely different, right? Maybe we don't have that spice or food or plant, right, in our country. What's the first thing that you try to do? You try to compare it to something that you do know and then you eliminate the things that are not the same, right? You try to eliminate the differences. And, and or you try to eliminate the similarities so then you can identify the differences. And that's really interesting. And so when it comes down to this filing system, right, the idea is the faster you can make the connections to having the information where you put it and where you gather it back, that's what your memory really is, okay? And that's, that's interesting. So. I'm trying to, my daughter is sitting there and she's counting things out. Now I have different things, right? I do not know the alphabet forwards and backwards, right? If, if I do not know what letter comes before and after T without going, running through the entire alphabet, I'm 35. That's not something that I'm necessarily proud to admit, but it's something that I have not put into memory. Now, number, or now, now numbers, I can do that. Like what comes before and after 35 is 34 and 36, that's easy but it's consecutive, right? And, and with letters, it's not true. The other thing is, is that with, with my lowercase b's and my lowercase d's, I didn't know what they were until my brother gave me a filing mechanism that made it make sense. So to this day, 35, I do not remember what a lowercase b and what a lowercase d are. I don't know which one goes in which direction until I implement this one tool that I've learned that gives me the right information, which is, a D points to the dirty side of the page, which is to the left, right? Because when you start, you write from left to right, and the D goes to the dirty side of the page. Now, as I've been saying this over and over again for the last 10 years, that's right, I learned this when I was 25, now it's coming a lot quicker, right? But it's the same thing with spelling, terrible at spelling. But MC Lars has a song, and it's called Time Machine, right? And in the song, he 
spells out time machine, but he spells it my T to the I to the M to the E, M A to the C, H I N E. That's how I remember how to spell machine. If I have to spell machine, I say T to the I to the M to the E, M A to the C, H I N E, and I can write it down, right? But I can't actually spell it without saying the lyric to the song. And it's because I've filed that away. I know where to go to get it, and it's still counterintuitive because it still takes me longer. Now I can do it, but it's different. And I, I, I'm interested to know what your filing mechanisms are, right? What are your life hacks? What are your things that you have to do to remember the things that are hard for you to remember? And some of those things you may be able to implement in other directions, right? So like with the time machine thing now, because I remember lyrics to songs way better because I remember rhythm and iambic pentameter and all these other things, right? Vocabulary, I'm really good at like definitions and stuff like that, but it's the actual spelling of the words, right? It's normally the letters. Anything having to do with letters, I'm like terrible at. If it's talking or verbal, I'm in. Remembering stuff, I'm all good, but for some reason, the letters right? They just, they bury me every time and I don't know why. And it's because there is no consistency. There's no consecutiveness. Like you take two, two single pieces and you put them together and there's one and you can count them one, two, right? But like, if you put down a letter, like, yeah, it's got different rhythms, but there's too many rules. It doesn't make any sense. Numbers. There's only 10 numbers. All numbers are made up from 10 numbers. And then it's like the positive, you know, plus subtract, multiply, divide. That all makes sense because they're all based on the same thing. Multiplication is a mass addition, right? Two times 10 is 10, two piles of 10. I can think about that. I can say, okay, cause that's 10 plus 10, right? 10 times 30 is 10 plus 10 plus 10. That's easy. That's easy for me to figure out. But num- but letters, they each have their own rules. They each have their own individualized garbage that you need to learn, right? S-H together make sh, right? It doesn't have anything to do with s and h, right? It's sh, it's different. Now I know that the, you know, that sound and everything else, but I before E don't even, I know the saying, but I don't know how to implement it because there's all these different things that don't make sense, right? It's got to be more, it's almost like it's too complex. It's the same reason I've tried to learn music so many times and I can't do it. It just, it doesn't make sense. And it's because, and it, you think that it would because it's visual, right? Like there's no letters, but it's the same thing. All these things look so similar. All these notes look so similar and, and it's like up and down and everything else like that. I, I just, I can't do it. Now I'm trying to figure out since my daughter is learning to read and write and everything like that, I'm actually going through and I'm trying to see if the programs that we bought for my four year old work for me, right? Because I want to see how to rewrite that stuff in my head because I don't want to have to deal with it anymore, right? I don't want to, I want to overcome hundred percent what being dyslexic is, how it affects me and everything else like that. And the only way that I know how to do that is to try to rewrite the thing. So I'm literally using a beginner reading program to try to help me solve this problem, right? And I'm not above that. Yo, if it fixes my problem, I don't care. I don't give a shit how dumb this podcast sounds, right? Because I'm trying to learn something and and everything else I've learned, hooked on phonics, right? Sounding it out, all these other things, man, it never works out for me. It never works out for me. And the, the problem that I've got is it just, I, I want it to work. I'm tired of fighting this thing. I'm up for anything. And so I challenge you that if there's things in your head that you may have told yourself that you, it's just not for you, 
right? You just can't learn it. It's not, it's not something within your power. My father is terrible at this, right? And I feel bad talking about this, but I feel like I have to. My dad is, was born in 55, so he's what, 65, right? Yeah, 65. And he still does not know how, he, he tells me all the time, I don't know how to use a computer, so he doesn't. He doesn't know how to write a check, so he has the kid behind the counter write a check. Now he uses a credit card. But it's like he uses this as a crutch, right? It's like he likes having people have to bend over backwards for him. And for me, I don't want that. I don't want, I don't need, I don't need that. I don't want that. That's not something I'm looking to do, right? I am not above asking for help, but that doesn't mean that I need to, I don't like playing the victim. That's my fault, right? It's my fault that I don't know how to, that I don't know the alphabet forward and backward yet, right? It's not, it's, it's. It's my fault for not diving deeper and figuring out that stuff earlier before I was 35, right? And, and I understand that and I get that. But now that I'm in this period of growth and I'm really working for something, right? I'm growing my business. I'm learning new things. I'm working on marketing. I'm learning on how to really truly market and sell my product because my, I've got the product down. I know I know how to make a product. Now... I need to figure out the best possible way to sell it. I've already figured out the best possible way to make it. Now I got to find the best possible way to sell it. And so I'm learning and I, and I am not physically where I want to be. I don't necessarily enjoy the physique that I've got. It's getting better because I'm running all the time, but it's not, it's not doing that. I got to stick with it. Right. And, and this is no different. I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm tired of not knowing. And I want to learn more about myself and how I file things away. So now when I get new input, I'm trying to do that. The other thing that's interesting is, is that I think that my filing system is great. And to me it is. The problem is, is that I don't know why or how I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's proving that fact based upon my computer. If you're anything like me, your computer looks like a trash dump, okay? Mine, it's like, I think, oh, I'm totally gonna remember where this is and it's within like 12, 35 folders, right? And I can't find it. And so then I start putting everything on my desktop and then I can't find anything there either. So it's like now, after I finish this episode, I have to go in and clean up my computer and I'm trying to make it as easy and simple as possible, right? Big bulk ideas. I don't need to break it up into a million different things. In my head, I feel like that's not it. It's, it's like a Rolodex, right? In my phone, it's easy. It's A and then it's B and then it's C and I can just fly down to C and then I'm like, okay, now I'm looking for this and I go into the next letter and then I find it and I'm like, done, boom right? And that's easy to me, like, like chronological, having rules, very standard rules that are like, you know, C comes after B and D comes after C. And then when you, when you do the alphabetical of that, it's like you, you put all the stuff, I collect vinyl records. And so it's like, I put all the records, I separate them all out when I, when I have to unpack them or when we move or something like that, if they're not in the right order. Every year I go through that cause they always get messed up and I'll reorganize them. Right. And it's straight up regular alphabetization and so it's like all the b's go together with the b's and then it's like i separate and i chunk it up right i i I break it up right i do batching just like i do for for my workflow at work i do the same thing with other stuff specifically alphabetization stuff so it's like i'll take all the c's and put all the c's together i don't care what the next letter is then i'll go through all the c's again and i'll be like okay c and then a and i'll pull out all the a's and then i'll pull out all the b's and i'll pull out all the c's and i'll pull out all the d's and i'll go all the way through the alphabet until there's no more c's then i'll look at the third letter and i'll do all of that again right and by the end i've got this whole stack that's done but i'm only looking at one thing. I'm only looking at the next letter and where that falls in relation to the rest of the pattern, 
right? And, and if anybody's paying attention to this, typically that's a blockchain, right? If you know anything about cryptocurrency and stuff like that, right? It's a blockchain. Now that's very, very long, right? And our brains work more with algorithms, which is cool. But the problem is that the algorithm is kind of like where it gets me all messed up and garbled up, right? That's where I look at that stuff and I think, well, this isn't right. And so to watch my daughter, right, make those connections in her brain and I'm asking her, I'm like, okay, where did you put that? What are you thinking about right now? How do you remember that? And it makes her think about it. And I'm interested to know because I'm wondering if, because she's learning all this stuff for the first time, if she could figure out where she's filing it and how she remembers it, that may help me do the same thing for the same thing. Right, Because she has to file away the numbers and the letters and the sounds and everything else like that. And to be able to be on the outside and ask somebody else as they're learning it for the first time as far as input is concerned, I'm interested to know how that files in their head. Right, So I challenge you to look at the things that you think or that you have set aside saying that they're just outside of your realm of, of expertise or outside the bounds of what your memory could hold. And I challenge you to see if by filing it in a different manner, if you could actually absorb that because all learning is, is having input come in and you saying this is worth filing, put it here, and then when you need it again, you can go and grab it and utilize the information, okay? And so that's really what your brain is. It's the same thing as a hard drive on your computer. Analyze your hard drive on your computer, and if that doesn't make any sense to you, maybe if we, if we can all, right, collectively, make our computer hard drives make more sense, maybe it would help us make the things in our head stick a little bit better. I think it will. I'm interested to see if, if anybody else is on board. So if you are, hit us up on Instagram, at Buffalo Craft Co. and at The Jewelers Philosophy. Hit us up on Facebook, at The Jewelers Philosophy and Buffalo Craft. And then also, if you're on iTunes and you're listening to this on the podcast platform, rate us, please. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to rank higher, so rate us. If you've got any input or if you've got any uh, value from this, share it with somebody that would also get information from this, you know, that would find this valuable. And write us a review. Rate it and, and write a review. I go through and I read all of those. There's not a lot of them on there right now, but I do. So go back and, and do that, please. And, and I'm interested to know if you've got a tool that you think would help right? Help the viewers, help the listeners, whatever. Help me. I don't know. Send me a DM. Send me a message. Connect with me somewhere. Instagram at Buffalo Craft Co. and at The Jewelers Philosophy. And on Facebook at Buffalo Craft and at The Jewelers Philosophy. That's what I got. Thank you guys so much. I'm Mark Farrell, The Jeweler. This has been The Jewelers Philosophy. I will see you all next time. See ya. For even more information about growing your art-based business, head over to buffalocraft.com now. There, you'll find our most recent offers. And be sure to sign up for our email list so you get the most up-to-date info about what we're doing and working on. While you're there, check out the Mill t-shirt. Head to buffalocraft.com now.